Hey, welcome to the Teal Shirt Report Podcast. Here we go. Episode show number 14 of the Teal Shirt Report Podcast. Um, Count them seven main free agents now for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, March 16th, free agency started. I guess we could officially sign the guys. Legal tampering was, what, Monday, March 14th, and the Jaguars signed Christian Kirk. Brandon uh, Sheriff, Evan Ingram, uh, Foysdale Alukun, um, Florenzo uh, Putacasi, Cassie, I believe, uh, Florenzo uh, Putacasi. Not easy to say these names. Wide receiver Zay Jones, cornerback uh, Darius Williams coming home. He played at uh, Creekside uh, here in Northeast Florida. That's where he played his high school ball, Darius Williams. Uh, played last year with the L.A. Rams and got a Super Bowl ring uh, with the Rams. I'm still working on my pronunciation. I heard one of the guys, uh, you know, one of the – I forget which guy it was, but there's there's two Nigerian – you know, they they said, hey, uh, we're both Nigerian, and they know each other. They've been communicating, Foysdale, Alu Akan, and uh, Flora Runso. Uh, Fatu Cassie, um, one's a defensive tackle. Uh, Fatu Cassie's a defensive tackle. We got that straight. We had to correct this. Uh, I think we had him backwards uh, in our last podcast in the beginning. I think we corrected it later in uh, episode show number 13. This is episode show number 14 now, and we're going to talk about the free agents. So we're going to talk about the the Nigerian guys that came in, Ola Khan. The uh, linebacker from the Falcons, defensive tackle, Fadakasi, the um, defensive tackle with the Jets, and Olu Akun is a linebacker with the Falcons. So the Jags have added some defensive guys. I mean, Mike Codwell is a defensive coordinator, so he will be coaching them up. And so you've you've had some changes on defense. Miles Jack no longer with the team. Miles Jack was released um, due to salary cap uh, for the most part, and maybe he didn't fit the new scheme that uh, Mike Codwell is going to run on defense. Miles Jack was snatched up by the Pittsburgh Steelers the very next day after he was released uh, a few days back. Um, kind of interesting. Miles Jack gets picked up by Pittsburgh, and then Pittsburgh releases. Uh, Joe Schobert, who used to be with the Jaguars a couple of years ago as well. So we take a look at these uh, free agents. We're trying to learn them now, and that's why I thought on this episode, episode show number 14, we would run down the list of the main seven free agents. But the Jaguars have spent a lot of money on all seven of these guys, especially Christian Kirk. Uh, number 13 from Arizona, 77 catches, over 900 yards receiving. Uh, last season for the Arizona Cardinals. So Christian Kirk is the player that was played the paid the most. They're, they're, they're all making they're all making mega bucks. Brandon uh, Sheriff, the uh, right guard from the Washington uh, Redskins, Washington football team. They're now known as the Washington Commanders. After stealing my old uh, high school's uh, Ed White Ed White Commanders uh, nickname, they're now known as the Washington Commanders. So Brandon Sheriff has never played any games for the Commanders. 
but he'll be playing for the Jaguars. So that's what we got. We got Christian Kirk, uh, wide receiver, uh, more or less a very good slot receiver, and he's going to transition some to, you know, have an opportunity to be the main guy, the number one receiver for the Jaguars. We'll see how the NFL draft goes because I, I know the Jags will draft at least one wide receiver. Yeah, I'm thinking about maybe the fourth round now. I think the need for the uh, tight end is probably diminished a good bit since the Jaguars have signed Evan Ingram. Um, they do have um, uh, Dan Arnold. And so the, the tight end room, and I believe they also re-signed James O'Shaughnessy. I'll check on that, too, because we've got a list of guys um, that the Jaguars re-signed with the Jaguars. Josh Jones of safety, Adam Gatsis. Man, I, I really like Adam Gatsis. Uh, James O'Shaughnessy re-signing, and we'll talk more about it in just a moment. Okay, you're tuned into the Teal Shirt Report podcast. We'll let out a Duval, as we often do during the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Maybe not every episode, but, you know, from time to time, we let one fly like they do at the stadium. What do they call it? The official Duval to, you know, to start a new game. So Christian Kirk is is the big money guy. Um, man, he's got a lot of money coming. We're not going to talk so much about the money that the players have coming. All seven of these guys are getting really lucrative contracts, some more than others. I think Christian Kirk's contract certainly on the surface was bigger than the rest of the guys. Brandon uh, Sheriff got a lot of guaranteed money too, but we're not going to really zero in on the money. I think we did that on the last podcast in episode show number 13. But we're going to talk about the guys as players and how they're going to help the Jaguars. Uh, the Jags have, of course, re-signed some of their, you know, their own restricted or non-restricted free agents. Um, they want to keep some players aboard from last year. It's going to be a mixing of the new free agents with the players already on the roster, the players that have been re-signed, the newly signed free agents, and, of course, the draft, the NFL draft uh, coming up April 28th. That'll be next month, April 28th, I believe, is the first round, second and third round, the 29th, and then the fourth through seventh rounds on April the 30th. So you're going to have a mixing of the the new free agents, the the players that are already on the roster, some that have re-signed already, uh, some that didn't that will be saying goodbye. But when you add seven new free agents and then you get ready to go into the draft, uh, still in all, I believe, uh, you know, for training camp, you can only squeeze what as many as, as much as uh, 90 players on the roster, the practice squads, you know, have been increased, you know, since COVID. So you can get some guys on the practice squad after the NFL draft, uh, ends the last of April, then you're going to have, you know, some undrafted free agents, uh, that'll get signed and go into camp with you too. So. You take a look at it on the surface. When you got Dan Arnold, Evan Ingram, and it looks like based on on what I'm looking at here, James O'Shaughnessy, I believe, has re-signed with the Jaguars too. He's another guy that's had difficulty staying healthy. But quite frankly, not just James O'Shaughnessy, but over the last few years, the Jags have had kind of a turnstile at tight end. 
with players going down, the Jaguars having to work the waiver wire on on uh, tight ends. O'Shaughnessy uh, is uh, still with the Jaguars. So, you know, it's interesting. Uh, Dan Arnold, number 85. James O'Shaughnessy, number 80. Um, you know, and some other guys on the roster, too. I believe Chris Manhurts. Let's see if Chris is still on the team, I believe. Let's see. I mean, you really have to have a program or a roster to you know, to see all these guys. I mean, yeah, Chris Manhurts still with the Jacksonville Jaguars. So you got Chris Manhurts. You got uh, James O'Shaughnessy. You got uh, Dan Arnold. And tight end Evan Ingram now, a newly signed free agent. So you've got a lot of you got a busy tight end room, a lot of tight ends. So I, I don't see the Jaguars drafting a tight end of college players in the NFL draft unless they just find a guy that they really, really like that comes that is available at the right time when they draft. I don't see the the Jags drafting a tight end. The wide receiver room is quite crowded, too, but I could see the Jags drafting one wide receiver fairly high, fourth round, fifth round maybe. But I still think the offensive line, you know, is going to be the uh, the offensive line and the defensive line and even linebacker are going to be pos- some positions of need in the upcoming NFL draft October the 28th, 29th. I'm sorry, April the 28th, April the 29th, and April the 30th of 2022. So on this uh, podcast episode show number 14, episode show number 14, season number three, we're going to talk about and we're going to concentrate on the free agent signings we have added a little bit extra into the mix during the podcast, but you know, that's the way conversation goes when you're talking about the Jacksonville Jaguars as a whole. However, we're going to concentrate, as I mentioned earlier, on the uh, free agent hall. Uh, seven players signed. Um, these are the, you know, the big signings of the Jaguars. Uh, Christian Kirk, number 13 from Arizona, 77 catches, over 900 yards receiving. And, of course, he was not the number one receiver with Arizona, of course, because, you know, Arizona, you know, has a a guy there in place that, you know, is the number one guy. Arizona's uh, number one wide receiver for the Cardinals. You know, he's a player that used to be with the Texans for years. DeAndre Hopkins, upping the list of uh, highest paid wide receivers is Arizona uh, Cardinals wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins. So any team that has DeAndre Hopkins, any other wide receiver they have is not going to be the number one. DeAndre Hopkins is, you know, maybe the best receiver in all of football. He's at least in the top three or four. I think we would, you know, most all agree to that. So Christian Kirk had a great season. I mean, 77 catches, and he's not the number one wide receiver. That's a great season. Christian Kirk, 77 catches. He played against the Jaguars last year when the Jaguars played Arizona. So the Jaguars have had a chance to see him a good bit. Christian Kirk, number 13, is the number he wore with Arizona last year. He's making the big money. Um, 
And we, you know, at nauseum, we've said the reason why the Jaguars have signed him is because he catches the football. He's not dropping the football. 77 catches. You haven't dropped too many when you made 77 catches. So Christian Kirk is in the fold with the Jacksonville Jaguars, and he's basically the number one signing. We're not going to really rate the signings, but, yeah, he's the he's the guy, the Jaguars, the, the big-time money guy, the Jaguars, through the majority of the under the salary cap money to Christian Kirk, big contract. Brandon Sheriff got guaranteed, really big guaranteed money. But, again, we're not going to talk about the money so much. We're going to talk about the players because I think that's, uh, the, you know, the fans don't mind hearing or talking about the money sometimes. But let's see what the players can do. You know, regardless of the money they make, let's see how, you know, how effective uh, they can be playing for the Jaguars in 2022. So we told you about Christian Kirk. Uh, You know, we can definitely take a look at, uh, you know, his stats uh, from last year. And uh, he's had a pretty good career for himself. He's played in the league for four years. He's just 25 years old. So the Jaguars got a guy that's not quite in his prime yet, but you're getting him at a time where he's going to be moving into his prime uh, during the uh, the contract, the four-year contract he's got uh, with the Jacksonville Jaguars, assuming, you know, he makes it through, you know, all four years of the contract, which, you know, would be the hope. That means he, um, you know, has been uh, successful. So we'll pull up some of uh, Christian Kirk's stats. To look at it, he did play um, in a playoff game. Let's see, uh, postseason stats, six catches, 51 yards. But, uh, you know, let's take a look at Christian Kirk's uh, stats in the NFL from last year, regular season, which gives us certainly, um, you know, bigger sample size, 17 games. That's a cool thing. He played in all 17 games. So, I mean, the guy didn't have any serious injuries or anything like that. He played in all 17 games, 77 catches, 982 yards. Uh, five touchdown catches last year, 17 total touchdowns in his entire career. Going to talk about more of the free agents coming up, but first of all, let's let's discuss our sponsors and talk about uh, Saucer Realty. Saucer Realty for your real estate needs, whether it's home, you know, residential, you know, commercial or business real estate. See Larry Saucer. Um, you know, Larry handles real estate needs uh, throughout um, Gainesville, Live Oak, Lake City, Jacksonville, all areas in between. I think Larry told me the other day, I think he sold a property near Orlando. So, you know, Larry's going even a little south of the area, uh, you know, doing real estate, too. So he's all over the place. That's Saucer Realty and Capital. Saucer Realty. Jacksonville, Gainesville, where they're sanctioned to do real estate, uh, Live Oak Lake City and surrounding areas at Saucer Realty, a sponsor of the BigJReport.com. If you would like to find the link to Saucer Realty, go to BigJReport.com, scroll the homepage until you get to the 24-7 North Florida weather information. About halfway through the weather, you'll find the link for Saucer Realty and Capital. Where, you know, if you're looking to move to this area, you'd like some property, a home, 
um, you know, all of those dreams, things that make up uh, dreams of people, you know, living in an area they like to be in, whether it's a new home or you're selling your home for uh, residential real estate. That's right. For residential real estate homes, uh, for, your, for, for your homes, uh, residential, uh, commercial or business real estate, home residential, uh, commercial or business real estate. Remember, Saucer Realty and Capital. You'll find the link for Saucer Realty at BigJReport.com. Scroll our homepage until you get to the weather information. Check out our weather report. About halfway through the weather report, you'll find the link for Saucer Realty and Capital right here in uh, North Florida. Also want to talk about Anchor.fm, simplest and easiest way to make a podcast. That's right, the simplest and easiest way to make a podcast anchor.fm great creation tools they've had a lot of enhancements and improvements you know over the last uh, year and a half or so and we've been with anchor ever since we started the podcast in mid-january of 2020 we actually started this podcast before covid officially started and things started to be postponed and canceled in, um, you know, about mid-March of uh, 2020. But we started our podcast in mid-January of 2020. And uh, Anchor.fm, we've been with Anchor. Anchor was at some point in time bought, I believe, by Spotify. It's, it's officially anchored by Spotify, still known as Anchor.fm. Simplest and easiest way to make a podcast, but outstanding and creation, uh, outstanding uh, creation tools. Uh, that's right. Uh, anchor, anchor.fm simplest and easiest way to make a podcast with great creation tools. I should say, that's what I'm trying to say. So check out anchor by Spotify, anchor.fm. Um, you know, if you're looking to do a podcast, remember it's anchor.fm simplest and easiest way to make a podcast. We've been with anchor ever since we, you know, started this podcast again in January, mid-January of 2020. And I've had no problem with Anchor um, and what I've seen over the last year and a half, because we've been with them. We're now into our third year of doing podcasts through Anchor.fm. What I've seen from them over the last year and a half is, you know, simply improvements, enhancements, great creation tools to help you make the podcast, you know, the way you want to make it. Also, LakeUfallHits.com, great internet radio where it's all good. Uh, they've got a Rock Saturdays, classic rock on Saturdays, Rock Saturdays, um, Hits 2000s, Monday through Friday nights, Rock Saturdays is on Saturday. Uh, deep tracks, deep cuts, album uh, tracks, and even unique songs late at night at LakeUfallHits.com. LakeUfallHits.com, great internet radio where it's all good. That's LakeUfallahits.com, L-A-K-E-E-U-F-A-U-L-A-Hits.com, LakeUfallahits.com. Check them out. Great internet radio where it's all good. Hey, don't forget about the Mad Max Mix, the uh, internet radio Wednesday night music request show with Mad Max that you can find at madmaxmix.weebly.com. You can find simple links to the Mad Max Mix Internet Radio Wednesday night musical quest show. You'll find those simple links on BigJReport.com. Go to Neighbors 2. 
uh, near our concert area where we list concerts for North Florida and surrounding areas. So you'll find a link for the Mad Max Mix, which is the Internet Radio Wednesday Night Musical Request Show. And it airs from 6 o'clock until 8 o'clock p.m. Uh, Wednesday night Central Time. That's 6 o'clock until 8 o'clock Central Time on Wednesday night. That's 7 o'clock until 9 o'clock Eastern Time. So when I um, listen to the show uh, here in the Jacksonville, Florida area, I'm listening to it from 7 o'clock until 9 o'clock Eastern Time. The Mad Max Mix. And again, you can find the simple links at BigJReport.com. Go to our Outside the Box section. Also, the Neighbors 2 section, you'll find links to the Mad Max Mix. Internet Radio Wednesday Night Musical Quest Show with Mad Max. Mad Max is also a Georgia Bulldog football insider and does a great request show on Wednesday nights where he, you know, he features a lot of classic rock, pop songs too. So if you want to request... Tune into the show and you'll find out how you can make your request. I believe Max takes uh, text messages. Heck, you can try to call him, you know, and, and I believe you'll enjoy the show. The Mad Max Mix with uh, Mad Max. MadMaxMix.Weebly.com So we're going to get back now to more of the free agent signings. We talked about Christian Kirk who uh, wore number 13 with Arizona. And the guy's only 25 years old, 77 catches last year. Uh, we're also going to pull up Brandon uh, Sheriff, who, uh, I, you know, I noticed when we did the last podcast, he's actually 30 years old. He's been in the league uh, for a while now. Um, I remember when he was drafted, he was a, uh, you know, he was a, a first-round pick. And I believe he was a first-round pick of the Washington Redskins in the first round of the 2015 NFL draft. Uh, Sheriff is considered to be among the best guards, best offensive guards in the National Football League. He's 30 years old, originally from uh, Denison, Iowa. And he had a great career with Washington, the Washington football team. Now they're known as the Washington Commanders, formerly the Washington Redskins, right? So you got to pencil Brandon Sheriff in at right guard. Uh, we've heard rumors that Brandon Linder is contemplating retirement now. He still has one year left on his contract. And that may be an issue because the Jaguars are supposed to pay him like over $9 million in 2022. But again, we weren't going to talk about money so much, but it you know, it, it's part of the game. You know, it's part of the NFL, the modern NFL. You know, obviously here in 2022, I mean, money's always been a part of the league. It's professional football, right? So Brandon Sheriff is going to be penciled in at, uh, at right guard. Who plays right tackle for the Jaguars? I mean, I got to think it's going to be at this juncture – you know, it's either going to be Juwan Taylor, who's been playing right tackle, although he, I think he got, he got, he got flagged for like eleven or twelve penalties last year, which means I, you know, I think he was being beat on plays. Uh, Walker Little, who played a little bit of left tackle when Cam Robinson couldn't go last year, the former, uh, well, the second round pick, you know, out of Stanford that the Jaguars selected. Uh, last year in 2021, he played some at left tackle, played good at times. 
Seems like he's improving, but has some more improvement to make. But a lot of people have been impressed uh, at times with Walker Little. Maybe he, you know, makes a transition to right tackle. Uh, he's also available, you know, to play left tackle. But at this juncture, Cam Robinson has been franchise tagged. So as long as he's healthy, as long as he can play, looks like Cam Robinson will play left tackle. On the left side, and we're, you know, we're kind of, you know, talking about the offensive line right now. Evan Neal would be my pick, number one overall in the draft. Evan Neal could play left guard, even though he's a tackle from Alabama. I understand he played uh, guard early in his career at Alabama, so he may be a natural guy to play left guard. And you're talking about really building and strengthening the offensive line if you draft Evan Neal, number one overall in the NFL 20. 22 draft of college football players that gets underway on April the 28th of 2022. So we're going to get away from the draft. We're going to get away from the offensive line, but we're going to say the Jaguars have drafted, um, or they will draft, you know, really high number one overall, but we're going to go back to the free agent talk. Brandon Sheriff, no matter who the other players are around him on the offensive line, he's going to play right guard. Uh, He's 30 years old. You know, he's been a veteran of NFL wars. He was drafted first round pick number five overall back in 2015 in the uh, 2015 NFL draft. He uh, played his, uh, let's see, he played his college ball at Iowa. Brandon Sheriff, he's a guy you pencil in. And he's a, he's uh, for the Jaguars, even for the Jaguars, he's potentially, he could potentially be a Pro Bowl type Right guard, he was probably the best uh, free agent guard on the free agent market. The Jaguars got him. They ponied up the money. And Brandon Sheriff is now, well, he's now on his way to Jacksonville, going to play for the Jacksonville Jaguars. He signed his contract. It's all done. Um, Other players we're going to take a look at, tight end Evan Ingram. Evan Ingram, who played tight end, I believe, his entire career um, with the New York Giants. He played with Eli Manning before Eli Manning retired. So let's take a look at uh, number 88, Evan Ingram, now with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, We are going to pull up Evan Ingram's stats. Take a look at uh, the situation with Evan Ingram. Uh, pulling up the 2021 stats on Evan Ingram. Let's see. Receptions, 46 catches, uh, 408 yards, three touchdown receptions. And I think easily Evan Ingram will start at tight end, depending on how training camp goes. You're going to have, I mean, you may have two tight ends. Uh, a lot of times the Jaguars may be in two tight end sets, three wide receiver sets. We'll see how that goes, how training camp develops, you know, for the players, you know, and for uh, Doug Peterson's offense. But, you know, you got um, you got Dan Arnold with the team, and, and you got now Evan Ingram. James O'Shaughnessy uh, apparently is going to be back with the Jaguars too. So got some depth uh, in the tight end room, so there's probably not a need not a need really to draft a tight end unless you really see some good value 
and a spot with a guy you like in the NFL draft. So right now the Jags pretty solid, probably the deepest the tight end pool has been for the Jaguars in, you know, some time. So again, the stats on Evan Ingram, uh, 46 receptions in 2021 for the Giants, 408 yards, uh, 8.9 yard per catch average, three touchdowns. His long play was 30 yards, and he did score three touchdowns last year. He has uh, 16 career touchdown receptions in his uh, career uh, with the New York Giants. He's played his whole career. Uh, with the New York Giants. Going to take a look at, uh, well, a little info on Evan uh, Ingram. I I know Evan Ingram played uh, for Ole Miss. So when he got ready to be drafted, I'm I'm sure Eli Manning said, hey, there's a great tight end at Ole Miss where I played college ball. And that probably had something to do with him going to the Giants. He was a really good player. Evan Ingram was born September the 2nd, 1994. He's now with the Jaguars. Uh, Evan, you know, Evan Ingram is moving into his tight, his uh, prime years. He's 27 years old. Um, He'll turn 28 when the season starts on September the 2nd is when his birthday is. Um, It's interesting. I mean, I know Evan Ingram's had some, you know, he's had some injury issues. If he's 100% healthy which I believe he will be going into the to the season with the Jaguars if he can stay healthy. You got a, you got a guy that's um, – he can potentially, they say, line up as a wide receiver at times as well. So he may play the far end tight end, you know, where he's playing way down on the, um, the end, kind of like a wide receiver. But he's a tight end, Evan Michael Ingram. That's Evan Michael Ingram is a tight end who just – Signed this past week, just a few days ago, with the Jacksonville Jaguars of the NFL. Ingram played his uh, college football at Ole Miss and was drafted by the New York Giants with the 23rd pick in the first round of the 2017 NFL draft. 27 years of age. So, you know, he's coming really out of his, uh, what, his first contract, right? So, good luck to Evan Ingram. He signed with the Jaguars, giving the Jaguars some depth. And they signed him for big money, like they signed all seven of these guys for really big money. However, Evan Ingram is just a one-year contract. I believe he's the only guy of the seven that it's just a one-year prove-it-to-me deal by Evan Ingram. So that's Evan Ingram in the tight end room. The Jaguars signed him as a free agent. He played his entire career with the New York Giants up to now. So we kind of looked, we kind of uh, did a little, uh, we kind of did a little look at uh, Everett Ingram, who played his college ball at Ole Miss, has played in the NFL with the New York Giants for, I guess, four years now. And, um, and now has signed as a free agent with the Jacksonville Jaguars. So we've talked about Christian Kirk, Brandon, um, uh, Sheriff, and now tight end Evan Ingram. We'll talk about the other four guys coming up as the Teal Shirt Report podcast continues, brought to you by Anchor.fm, simplest and easiest way to make a podcast. Saucer Realty for your North Florida uh, real estate needs, whether it's home, residential, business, or commercial real estate, it's Saucer Realty here in North Florida. I also want to thank 
uh, Lakeufallahits.com, a legitimate sponsor of the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Lakeufallahits.com, great internet radio where it's all good. And the Mad Max Mix, madmaxmix.weebly.com. The internet radio Wednesday night music request show with Mad Max, 6 o'clock to 8 o'clock Central Time, 7 o'clock until 9 o'clock Eastern Time on Wednesday nights. You can find the links to the Mad Max Mix for the Wednesday night show. Go to bigjreport.com, and you'll find the links in the Neighbors 2 area, the outside the box section. That's for the Mad Max Mix, Mad Max Mix Internet Radio Show, the Wednesday night music request show with Mad Max. We'll talk about more of the free agents. We've discussed Christian Kirk, Brandon Sheriff, Evan Ingram. We'll talk about the other four guys coming right up. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Teal Shirt Report Podcast. Hey, you're tuned into the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Thank you for being here with us. We're brought to you by Anchor.fm, simplest and easiest way to make a podcast. Sauce Realty and Capital for your North Florida real estate needs. LakeUfallahits.com, great internet radio where it's all good. And the Mad Max Mix, the Wednesday night music request show that you can check out from 6 o'clock until 8 o'clock Central Time, 7 o'clock until 9 o'clock Eastern Time at madmaxmix.weebly.com. You'll also find the links uh, to it on our website at uh, bigjreport.com. So we're going to talk about uh, some of the other players the Jaguars have signed in free agency. And and let's let's do that now. I'm going to talk about Foysdale. Boysdale Alou Akun. And he was actually with the Atlanta Falcons. Now, they liked this guy so much, they signed him. And a lot of people got excited. They said, hey, he's going to play right along with Miles Jack. Well, not exactly true, because after this signing was made and the Jaguars made the other signings, the major seven free agent signings, then the Jaguars released Miles Jack, said, I think Balky said something to the effect of uh, Miles was going to see what he could get on the open market, and he did. He signed with the Pittsburgh Steelers the very next day after the Jaguars released him. Then the Steelers released Joe Schobert, who, who used to play with the Jaguars as well. So let's pull up. Um, I mean, they, the Jaguars like this guy, Foysdale Aluakun, and uh, let's pull up the information on him. Uh uh, Foy said, uh, Foy said, said, Foy said, is a Nigerian American football linebacker now playing for the Jacksonville Jaguars, a recent free agent signing just a few days ago. He played college football for Yale in the Ivy League. How about that? So the guy's a bit of an intellect too, right? He played for Yale. That's where a lot of your presidents and politicians go to school. So Yale University. And uh, he was drafted by the Atlanta Falcons in the sixth round of the, can you believe that, the sixth round of the 2018 NFL draft. 
he's only 26 years old, moving into his prime of his career. And heck, you could have had that guy in the fifth round, right? The, the Falcons got him in the sixth round, a good draft choice. Now he's making the big money as a free agent guy. So we'll pull up some stats on uh, Foysaid Aluakun. And um, let's see what we can find as far as, you know, his stats go. Uh, NFL stats um, for Foysaid Akun. And he's playing with the Jaguars now. He got a big contract. All seven of these guys are getting huge contracts with the Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean, big money, guaranteed money. The only guy that just had a one-year contract um, was Evan Ingram. Of course, you know, the Jaguars front office figures out, hey, uh, you know, we got to figure out this against the salary cap and things of that nature. We're going to pull up the NFL stats. We're talking about a linebacker, so certainly his stats are going to look a lot different than, say, a wide receiver or a quarterback. Um, here's what we got with uh, Lou Akun. 102 tackles, two sacks, one forced fumble. And let's pull up his, uh, you know, you can really find a lot of info out when you pull up the official some more of the official stats. Here we go. These are the 2021 defensive stats, regular season 2021. This is the latest season that he's played, and this is the main season you're going to look at when you're going to sign a guy as a free agent. Um, Boy, Sade Alicune, um in 2021. Wow, this guy had some tackles, didn't he? Uh, with 192 total tackles, counting solos and assists. He had 102 solo tackles, 90 assisted tackles, two sacks, a forced fumble. The guy had three interceptions, too, from his linebacker position as well. So he's a big-time tackler. I mean, 192 total tackles in 2021, 102 of those tackles, solo tackles, 90 were tackles he made by assisting other defensive players. And the Jaguars liked him. We've not taken a look at a film on uh, Foysade yet, but we will. The Jaguars liked him a lot. He made a lot of tackles. So that's the kind of player you want to get. Apparently they liked him better than Miles Jack because Miles Jack got released, um, you know, a day or two after they signed this guy. So we'll move to the next player now, uh, another defensive player, Olorunso Patakasi. And, um, you know, we'll take a look at, um, you know, basically, you know, his stat line. And um, this guy's a defensive tackle that played for the New York Jets. And um, Jaguars grabbed him. And uh, – I know Balky's been on the record as saying, hey, we won't have to spend this much on free agency in the future. That is if you're drafting properly. I mean, we told you that Alakun, um, you know, Boysdale Alakun was a six-round pick by the Falcons, and now he's making big money in free agency. So going to pull up uh, follow run. So these guys know each other. They're both, uh, both Nigerian players. They know each other. 
They're going to be teammates with the Jaguars. Uh, Fadakasi uh, played for uh, the Jets last year. Um, let's see, he is um, 27 years of age, uh, born in Far Rockaway, New York, about six foot four, 318 pounds. Going to play, um, you know, defensive line, defensive tackle uh, for the Jaguars. We're going to pull his stats up now. He's another young guy, I guess, through his rookie deal now. The Jaguars like the upside and the potential on this guy from the defensive tackle position, a little bit different than the stats of a linebacker. Um, let's see. Uh, Fadakasi's had um, 61 career solo tackles, had 25 solo tackles last year, 46 total tackles. Again, defensive line stats are a little different than linebacker stats. Linebackers normally have more tackles than the defensive line guys. But uh, Fadakasi had 46 total tackles in 2021, 25 solo tackles, 21 assisted tackles. Um, don't see any don't see any sacks in here. He has had three career sacks through his career. You know, his, uh, I believe, four years in the NFL. And, you know, he's a guy going to be making big money playing defensive tackle for the Jaguars. The Jaguars have re-signed. Um, you know, the Jags will still have um, some players they had last year. Uh, what Roy Robertson Harris, uh, also Dewan Smoot, unrestricted free agent, uh, was apparently re-signed by the Jaguars, too. So the Jags got a little bit of depth on the defensive line, but, man, I can see the Jags at least drafting one defensive lineman slash defensive tackle, you know, in the upcoming NFL draft on April 28th, 29th, and 30th. Um, you know, the Jaguars, you know, also have, um, you know, the guy they got a couple of years in the draft. His name escapes me for a moment, but, he could end up being one of the best defensive linemen in the league. I think at this juncture, I'm going to pull up the uh, Jaguars roster. And the roster's ever-changing, as you know, right? With the free agent signings, upcoming NFL draft picks that will take place in April. Um, but, uh, heck, let's uh, see if we can pull up the latest Jaguars roster. Take a look at who they got on the roster. I mean, the roster changes. Dan Arnold, the tight end, still on the roster. Ben Barge, C.J. Beathard's a backup quarterback at this time. And um, they got a lot of players on the roster. Evan Ingram, I see him new on the roster now. So we're going to pull up the uh, roster. Now, one guy I wanted to mention at defensive tackle, he's kind of a nose guard type, but, you know, we're still – going to kind of see what Mike Codwell, the new defensive coordinator, what kind of defense is he going to play? Is it going to be a 3-4, 4-3? Maybe that's up in the air a little bit, but we'll find out soon. Devon Hamilton still on the Jaguars roster. Uh, he'll be entering his third year in the NFL. Devon Hamilton, defensive tackle out of Ohio State, uh, 6'4", about 320 pounds, 25 years of age. Um, so the Jaguars got a little depth on the defensive line, but I think they could add another defensive tackle slash uh, nose guard type player. Somebody playing along the interior defensive line would be good for the Jaguars. Again, 
talking about the free agents, Christian Kirk, Brandon Sheriff now, Evan Ingram. We've talked about Al Aluakun from the Falcons, a linebacker, and now Paul Aronso, uh Putakasi, the defensive tackle the Jaguars snagged from the Jets. Now we're going to move to, uh, you know, a player that maybe JC's not as fond about. Um, guy that used to play for the Buffalo Bills, the Raiders, uh, Zay Jones. People were giving him a hard time about his hairdo, saying he looked like Urkel, Urkel a little bit on uh, <laughs> in, in social media. But I, I watched some of the guy's film. He's got a good film, but most everybody has a good film. Uh, does he live up to his potential? He's probably not lived up to his potential as of yet. But we'll take a look at Zay Jones. I mean, he, he's a player that's going to be a number three, number four wide receiver. Zay Jones signed for pretty good money with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Not as big a money, certainly, as Christian Kirk or Brandon Sheriff, but he's signed for pretty good money. Uh, Zay Jones an American football wide receiver now with the Jacksonville Jaguars, played his college ball at East Carolina. Who else played at East Carolina? None other than David Garrard, a former quarterback of the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, we know that uh, Zay Jones was drafted, I believe, by the Buffalo Bills. Um He was. He was uh, drafted. He was a second-round pick of the Buffalo Bills. In the 2017 draft, for whatever reason, it didn't work out with the Bills, and he was moved to the Oakland Raiders, who became the Las Vegas Raiders. Now he's a free agent. He's signed with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, what else is new? Well, let's pull up. Uh, let's pull up Zay Jones's stats. Pull up his NFL stats and see what he has done with the Raiders, particularly particularly last year. Uh, he played in a playoff game, four receptions, 61 yards, and a touchdown in the postseason stats. Let's take a look at Zay Jones's. Um, I'm going to pull up his. Um, let's pull up his NFL stats from last year. See if we can pull that up. Now, here's an interesting stat from last year. Zay Jones did play in all 17 games. 47 receptions, 546 yards, one touchdown. Let's see, 11, what is that, 11.6 yards of reception. So Zay Jones, he's he's a player that's going to be looked upon probably going into the mini camps, the NFL training camps, as probably a number three receiver, the number four, maybe the number five guy. So Zay Jones still has a lot to prove. He, I mean, they, he's been given a you know big contract, but you know about the NFL, not for long. The way those contracts are written, they can move you on out at any time. Just ask the Buffalo Bills uh, who moved him uh, to the Raiders. You know, and uh, that's when Mayock was the GM of the Raiders, right? And now he's no longer the GM. I think he got fired, what, after last season? He got fired not long after – John Gruden had left, you know, kind of in a, you know, unpopular, popular way when Gruden left. I think John Gruden's got some kind of lawsuit against the NFL, too. So, man, the NFL is a 12-month, 365-day league. Zay Jones is signed with the Jaguars. 
And I think it's a decent signing. I, I like Zay Jones when he was drafted by the Bills in the second round. I just don't think Zay Jones has ever reached his potential. If he can reach his potential in, you know, is basically his fifth year. Um, last year with the Raiders, 47 receptions, 546 yards, one touchdown. He obviously hasn't reached his uh, ultimate potential. I mean, you look back at Buffalo, he had a 27 reception year. His first year, second year, caught 56 passes. So that was probably his best year. Uh, 2018, Zay Jones had 56 catches, uh, 652 yards, and seven touchdowns in 2018. So there is some potential with Zay Jones. Just not sure you're going to get it from year to year or when he'll break out. Could he break out with the Jaguars? So it's worth the chance. Um, I know JC, one of our uh, Teal Shirt Report podcast producers, was not really that excited about the pickup of Zay Jones. And JC's welcome. He knows he's welcome to tell me his reasoning. And I kind of know some of the reasons. But uh, Zay Jones has been signed by the Jacksonville Jaguars as a free agent. The seventh guy on the list is pretty cool, Darius Williams. And I understand, I don't know how true all this is, but I understand he took a little less money to come home to play for the Jaguars. He played at Creekside High School here in Northeast Florida. So he's basically coming home to play with the Jaguars. He got a Super Bowl ring with the L.A. Rams. He was the other cornerback. He's not Jalen Ramsey. But he was the other cornerback who certainly didn't receive the acclaim as as one Jalen Ramsey has or does. But Darius Williams is uh, coming to Jacksonville. I saw an interception uh, that he made with the Rams, beautiful interception against the Seattle Seahawks uh, during the regular season. So uh, Darius Williams, we're going to try to pull his um, – you know, take a look at – as we're taking a look at all these free agents, Darius Williams now, you know, he's a football cornerback, American football cornerback, now signed as a free agent with the Jacksonville Jaguars in the National Football League, played his college ball at UAB, so maybe J.C. would know him a little bit because he did play in the state of Alabama at UAB in college. He's 28 years old. He was born in Jacksonville, Florida, played at Creekside High School, Five foot nine, short guy, plays defensive back. Um, how about this? 2014, he made the team as a walk on in 2014 under new head coach Bill Clark. I guess that was at UAB and was awarded a scholarship midway through the season after UAB dropped football after that 2015 season. Williams attended Florida State College in Jacksonville and worked as a flower delivery man until UAB brought the program back, until UAB started the program back up in June of 2015, turning down several offers to transfer. So he stayed at UAB. Um, this is a guy, I guess he wasn't, he wasn't ever drafted. At May, 4th, May 4th of 2018, the Baltimore Ravens signed Williams to a three-year 
$1.7 million contract as an undrafted uh, rookie free agent. How about that? The kid's coming home. And I, I like I like the story. I mean, he played with the Baltimore Ravens, played with the L.A. Rams. He's got a Super Bowl ring. And uh, now he's coming home to Jacksonville. Got a nice contract with the Jaguars. Darius Williams played with the L.A. Rams last year. Coming to Jacksonville to be a cornerback. This is a guy that never gave up on his dream. Played at UAB. Uh, worked. He worked at a flower shop for a while. Then went back to UAB when they started the football program back up. After they ended the football program, what was that, back in 2015? So this guy's still a young guy in his prime, has a Super Bowl ring with the L.A. Rams. We understand that there were a couple of teams that may have actually offered him more money to, to go with them as a free agent, but he wanted to come home. He's going to be playing with the Jacksonville Jaguars cornerback Darius Williams who played for the L.A. Rams last year and played in the Super Bowl. So how about that? That's a look at all seven of the guys. Darius Williams, who played with the L.A. Rams last year. Zay Jones, wide receiver uh, with the Raiders. He also played for the Buffalo Bills early in his career. Uh, Fularonso Fadakasi, uh, New York Jets, big defensive tackle. We talked about Foysdale, Alakun uh, with the Falcons, a linebacker now with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, Evan Ingram, tight end, played his career with the New York Giants, played college ball at Ole Miss. Brandon Sheriff uh, from uh, the Washington Redskins, Washington football team, and uh, didn't quite make it to play in a game with the Washington Commanders, but he's now with the Jacksonville Jaguars. And Christian Kirk, the big, the real, the biggest money free agent, wide receiver Christian Kirk, number 13, who played with the Arizona Cardinals. 77 catches for over 900 yards last year with Arizona. And again, he was not even the number one wide receiver with Arizona. He's going to have a chance to be the slot receiver with the Jaguars and probably realistically become the number one wide receiver uh, with our and your Jacksonville Jaguars. So that's a look at the seven, uh, count them, seven free agents, the main seven free agents signed by the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, the week of uh, March 16th. Uh, legal tampering started on Monday, March 14th, and then the guys, I think they could officially be signed on that Wednesday, March 16th, just a few days ago. Uh, we're recording this podcast on March 20th of 2022. We'd certainly appreciate you listening in. Going to talk about North Florida Entertainment coming up. Got some concerts to tell you about. Jacksonville Iceman uh, going down the stretch trying to make, and I think they will make an East Coast Hockey League playoff spot going down the stretch. We'll talk about North Florida Entertainment, the Iceman, the Florida Gators with an interim head coach won uh, their first round game in the NIT against Iona. Can you believe all the NCAA? Uh, games so far, the SEC the SEC has had many teams eliminated early in the tournament. Tennessee went down to Michigan. Tennessee lost. LSU lost. Alabama lost. Kentucky got upset by St. Peter's, and the Florida Gators in the NIT still playing as we record this podcast. They're playing today, actually, on March the twentieth. 
but Florida's got a new basketball coach. Now, the interim coach is Al Pinkins. Uh, the new coach has been hired, and that is Todd Golden, who previously was the San Francisco Don's head coach, and he was also an assistant from the Bruce Pearl trade. He was an assistant under Bruce Pearl at Auburn, I think about four years ago, and now he, the last three years he's been the head coach of the San Francisco Dons college basketball team. So uh, Todd Golden, the new coach of the Florida Gator basketball team, Florida's already got a new coach in football, Billy Napier, things getting exciting at the University of Florida. We'll talk about North Florida Entertainment, some concerts coming up, and also Jacksonville Iceman Hockey as the Teal Shirt Report podcast continues. Thank you for listening. My name is Scott. Hey, we'll be right back. Hey, welcome back into the Teal Shirt Report. We talk about the Jacksonville Jaguars, North Florida Entertainment, other area sports too, the Southern Steam Indoor Football Team. Um, not playing their home games in Jacksonville, Florida this year. They have uh, gotten a deal, uh, I, I believe, with a private school up in uh, Macon. So they'll be playing their home games up in uh, the Macon, Georgia area. Good luck to Coach Bobby Damerall and all the players that typically the Southern Steam players uh, come from, you know, parts of Georgia, parts of Florida. So we wish them well. And, you know, we may even show up in uh, up in Macon sometime. Uh, for one of their home games up in Macon, Georgia. Good luck to Coach Bobby Damerall with the Southern Steam. I believe, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, uh, uh, Big George Bowen, who is playing with the Dunedin Pirates in semi-pro outdoor football. I understand that uh, I saw something in social media that said it looked like Big George Bowen was going to play for the Southern Steam again. They'll start playing their games sometime in April. Their home games will be up in Macon, Georgia, as we discussed on the last podcast. Also, if you'd like to listen to some of Alex Nunnery's reports, go to episode show number 13 for the latest reports from our BigJReport.com sports reporter, Alex Nunnery, as well. So we're also going to take a look at North Florida Entertainment. There was also some um, APDFL games played last night you know when we get these semi-pro football games uh you know we certainly want to give you um, uh, some of those games we've got some scores from saturday night uh, march the 20th you can also go back to uh, you know our last episode for some scores from some of the other leagues too such as uh, such as the eafl I know what latest report Argyle was. The Argyle Avengers were two and one, and the Jacksonville Spartans, I believe, are two and one. Also, that's a good league. The EAFL. We also cover the APDFL, the FCFL. We try to give you some semi-pro football scores, um, you know, when we can as well. So let's take a look. We've got some scores actually. Let's see from Saturday night, March nineteenth. These scores were given to us by David Martin who's been a semi-pro football, a semi-pro outdoor football player for a long time. The Panhandle Crusaders not playing in uh, 2022. We understand they may come back in, in some type of form next year in the APDFL, but we've got some scores from some teams that are playing this year. 
the APDFL, the Pensacola Jets, 39, the Pensacola Panthers, 7, a final score. Also, the Mobile Miners won their game in a close one. And I believe David Martin was has been on the Mobile Miners roster. He may not be playing now, though. But the Mobile Miners, 26, the Tri-City Bengals, 24. These scores from the APDFL were reported to us by David Martin. We appreciate that, David. If anybody has any other scores that they like us to publicize or mention, please write to me, scott at bigjreport.com. That's our email address, scott at bigjreport.com. Or uh, you can find us on the um, the Facebook group, bigjreport.com Facebook group. Or go to our website. You can contact us through our website at bigjreport.com. Uh, .com. So that's some of the scores from uh, semi-pro football. Pensacola Jets, 39. Pensacola Panthers, 7 a final. Also, the Mobile Miners defeated the defeated the Tri-City Bengals. Mobile, Alabama Miners, 26. The Tri-City Bengals, 24 on Saturday night, March the 19th. Just a few of the uh, semi-pro football, outdoor semi-pro football scores uh, from around our areas. Um, also, uh, the Jacksonville Sharks will start their season in the National Arena League in just a few weeks. You know, we covered the, the Sharks and the Orlando Predators, Carolina Cobras, Columbus, Georgia Lions have a team in the National Arena League as well. Southern Steam in the EIF, the uh, lead indoor football league, the Southern Steam will be playing their home games in 2022 up in Macon, Georgia. So catch a Southern Steam game if you get a chance as well. So we're going to take a look also at uh, North Florida Entertainment, Jacksonville Iceman Hockey. The Iceman did lose to the Gladiators on Saturday night. I believe it was 4-3, to three, the Atlanta Gladiators 4, the Iceman 3. Uh, let's pull up some East Coast Hockey League stuff. Uh, the Iceman certainly are in the running uh, for a playoff spot. In their fifth year in the East Coast Hockey League. So we'll pull up, um, let's pull up the Eastern Conference. Atlanta Gladiators, big win over the Iceman, 4-3 on Saturday night, March 19th. The Atlanta Gladiators lead the Eastern Conference. They have really risen up in the standings over the past couple of weeks. The Atlanta Gladiators, 78 total points. The Florida Everblade, 77. The Reading Royals, 76. Jacksonville Iceman with 72 total points in the standings. Newfoundland with 69. And uh, the Orlando Solar Bears way down there with 60 points in the Eastern Conference of the East Coast Hockey League. Jacksonville Iceman have won three of their last five games. They lost to Atlanta 4-3 to on Saturday night, March the 19th. So that's some of what's going on. In the East Coast Hockey League, in the Western Conference of the ECHL, the Toledo Walleye still lead the West. Still lead the West. Still lead the Western Conference. Toledo Walleye with 79 points. Utah Grizzlies with 75. Rapid City Rush with 70. Fort Wayne Comets with 69. And the Idaho Steelheads with 65. And the Cincinnati Cyclones with 65 total points in the standings. Those are the top six teams. In the Western Conference, we also gave you the top teams in the uh, Eastern Conference as well. We hope, and we've been mentioning this on the podcast, I do want to give um, 
Baba Roblo an invite to our podcast where we'll get a chance to hopefully interview him in the coming days. He's with the uh, management and ownership group of the Jacksonville Iceman uh, here in Jacksonville, Florida. They play their home games at the Vice Star Veterans Memorial Arena. So we hope to uh, get an interview with Bob Aramolo, uh really, really soon. I know Alex Nunnery did some interviews at the um, the East Coast Hockey League All-Star game a few weeks ago, and we enjoyed uh, one of the interviews Alex uh, did with some of the uh, – in fact, one of the Hall of Famers uh, Alex interviewed during that East Coast Hockey League All-Star week. Let's take a look at um, – I'm going to take a look at some uh, more North Florida entertainment now. Had some more rain. Um, had some rain late last night on Saturday night, March 19th in Jacksonville. Late last night, got about three-tenths of an inch of rain. Skies have cleared out. Beautiful weather now. Just a little bit cooler. Looks like low temperatures tonight dropping into the 50s. Highs in the afternoon around 74. Beautiful weather. Uh, here in late March here in Duval in uh, Jacksonville, Florida. Let's uh, now take a look at some concerts. Um, Let's see, for North Florida and surrounding areas, some of the latest concerts coming up. We know Elton John is coming on April the 23rd. Let's take a look at some of the shows coming up. Steely Dan rescheduled for July the 20th of 2022. At 8 o'clock p.m. at the Times Union Performing Arts Moran Center in Jacksonville, Florida. Toto was here on March 7th at the Florida Theater. And if somebody had a chance to go to that show, let me know how it was. Um, April 1st, Friday, April the 1st. Let's see, Kenny G. Kenny G on Friday, April the 1st at 2022. Again, that's Kenny G on Friday, April the 1st at 2022 at 8 o'clock p.m at the Florida Theater here in Jacksonville, Florida. KC and the Sunshine Band rescheduled now for Thursday, April the 7th at 7.30 p.m. at the Florida Theater in Jacksonville, Florida. Elton John and the Elton John Goodbye Yellow Brick Road Farewell, Farewell Tour. That's Elton John and the Goodbye Yellow Brick Road Farewell Tour in 2022 on Saturday, April the 23rd of 2022 at 8 o'clock p.m. at the Vice Star Veterans Memorial Arena uh, here in Jacksonville, Florida. And The Who. Who are you, right? Great songs from The Who over the years. The Who in concert and coming to Jacksonville, Florida on Sunday, April the 24th. They will be here in Jacksonville the day after Elton John's show comes to Jacksonville on April the 23rd. So The Who in concert and coming to Jacksonville, Florida. The Who Show will be on Sunday, April the 24th of 2022 at 7.30 p.m. at the Vice Star Veterans Memorial Arena uh, here in Jacksonville, Florida. Also, when we take a look at concerts, we also like to mention the Mad Max Mix Internet Radio Show. Wednesday night music request show, Internet Radio Wednesday night music request show from 7 o'clock until 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. And 6 o'clock, that's actually 6 o'clock until 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time. And can be accessed at www.madmaxmix.weebly.com. You can also access the show at the BigJReport.com site, BigJReport.com. 
uh, in the Neighbors 2 section near our concerts or the Outside the Box section where you can read a, you know, a little article about the Mad Max Mix, madmaxmix.weebly.com. Uh, another show to tell you about, didn't want to forget about this one, Greta Van Fleet. Also, Greta Van Fleet coming to Jacksonville, Florida on October the 21st of 2022 at 8 o'clock p.m. Tickets on sale now while they last for Greta Van Fleet. Showtime and date Friday, October the 21st of 2022 at 8 o'clock p.m. at the Star Veterans Memorial Arena uh, here in Jacksonville, Florida. That's going to do it for the Teal Shirt Report podcast. We've given you an update on the Jacksonville Jaguars. We talked about all of the seven main free agent signings for the Jacksonville Jaguars. We talked North Florida Entertainment, Jacksonville Iceman Hockey, semi-pro football and indoor football with our other area sports. And that's what you get with us on the Teal Shirt Report podcast. You get coverage of the Jacksonville Jaguars, North Florida Entertainment, and other area sports as well. If you'd like to hear some of Alex Nunnery's reports, go back to our previous podcast, episode show number 13 of season number three. Season number three is a season that we're in now. This is our third season of doing podcast on the Teal Shirt Report podcast. want to thank... Uh, my producers, Alex Nunnery and also uh, JC, they do a great job, you know, helping me uh, put together the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Again, this has been episode show number 14 of season number three of the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to and supporting our podcast. Uh, when you take a look at the anchor feed of this podcast, anchor.fm, the Teal Shirt Report podcast, you can click on the support button and help us. Uh, if you'd like to help our podcast financially, you can do that as well. Also, um, want to thank our sponsors, Anchor.fm. Simplest and easiest way to make a podcast, Anchor.fm. Uh, Saucer Realty for your North Florida real estate needs, whether it's home, residential, uh, commercial, or uh, you know, business real estate. You know, you're looking to get an office, some type of business. Larry does home residential business and, of course, uh, commercial real estate as well with Saucer Realty. You can find the link to Saucer Realty at BigJReport.com on our homepage in the midst, uh, about halfway through our weather report. Also want to thank uh, com. great internet radio where it's all good. That's uh, com. .com. Again, great internet radio. And the Mad Max Mix, the internet radio uh, Wednesday night music request show with Mad Max. Check Mad Max out at uh, Mad Max. That's at uh, madmaxmix.weebly.com. And you'll find links at uh, bigjreport.com, too, in our Neighbors 2 area. And, of course, the Outside the Box section at the bigjreport.com. Thank you for listening to the Teal Shirt Report podcast. This has been episode show number 14, season number three. And until next time, hey, thank you for hitting the support button. Thank you for listening, first and foremost. Thank you for being here with us on the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Hey, you guys have a great day. Again, a special thank you to our producers, uh, Alex Nunnery and also JC. My name is Scott, and I'm out. 
Hey, have a great week. Uh, come back again. We may be back here in just a few minutes or a few hours, depending on when you listen to the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Have a great day. I am out for now. Take care. 